welcome to Paco the Realtor channel where I talk about real estate, rents, and other things that can make our life really interesting. There it goes. Hey guys, this is Paco the Realtor, broker, owner, local expert, storyteller as I always say. Today I got a treat for you guys. Today I got a treat oh. for you guys. Today I have Carl. How you doing? Good Carl, how are you sir? Loving life. Good, good. Carl, you're gonna want to get to know. There's a lot of us out there that are embarrassed. We have a problem and we just don't know how to address it. What am I talking about? Collections, bad credit, you, nail, you, you name it and we have it, right? I'll be the first to raise my hand. I've been there plenty of times too. Me too. <laughs> so here's the thing is, is um, through our Ask Paco Sunday, I get a lot of questions about, you know, how do, how do I raise my credit? How do I make this disappear? And I know enough to get in trouble, but I don't know enough to actually answer your specific questions. So I went out and looked for somebody that is trustworthy, somebody that came highly referred by somebody I trust, and we've been talking about doing these. So we are gonna be having twice a month uh, a session specifically aimed at credit. So what'll happen is you guys will get an email if you're in my database about uh, credit questions you might have because a lot of us are embarrassed to ask them because we don't want people to know that we're not paying our bills or that somebody pissed us off or that we bought you know, a quad on a credit card and we can't pay it off now kind of thing. Um, so Carl will be here to answer them. But we're gonna go ahead and start today with a bunch of general questions. So I emailed Carl a bunch of questions that people have asked me, and they're very general. And I figured why not have him answer them for you guys so you guys get an idea of how this works. But before we get to them, why don't you explain to them a little about um, your background, how you got okay. into it, which I thought was interesting, one. And two, before we started this, you started talking about how, how did they get your credit score? Right. So why don't you go ahead and uh, start with that and then we'll get to the questions. Okay. Uh, about myself, my name's Carl Bunch. I do credit repair. Uh, it's my only business, the only thing I do. Uh, I got into the credit repair business 14 years ago because my credit sucked. And I learned how to few, do a few basic things. And then some friends, I'd done something for them and they suggested I do it as a business. I've never thought about that doing as a business, so uh, I'm wondering how am I gonna get clients? And uh, this was back in 2004, when real estate was going crazy, as you remember. Mm -hmm. uh, so I had met some loan officers who started sending me clients to fix their credit, and it just took off from there. And I wound up focusing, uh, doing most of my clients from loan officers, realtors, mortgage brokers, and uh, I've been doing that ever since. Um, going on to the question about uh, what is your credit score, uh, everybody hears the term, knows they have credit score, three actually, uh, but they're uh, often unclear like what, what is it? How do, how do they calculate that? And in general terms, your credit score is a summation of your positive things and your negative things. Uh, the more negative things you have, it's going to drag your score down. The more positive things you have, it's going to keep your score up. Uh, your negative things are like collections, if you were late on your credit cards or car payment or other installment loans, anything that you were late on, um, 
if you had uh, tax liens, something like that. Uh, your positive items are basically any account you have, whether it be a credit card, an installment like a mortgage, a car loan, or student loans, uh, that you're in good standing, uh, you're not currently late, or if you did have any lates that was in the past, those are your positive items. And uh, you know if the balances are not maxed out. So that's how they calculate your score. And very often that's how, if you use some monitoring service, if you ski, see your score change either up or down, um, that means something has changed in your negative or positive items. All right, right. So, you know, I, I, um, as you guys know, I'm a real estate broker, but you know, we have to know a little bit about credit and a little bit of loans because we got to problem solve a lot of things. And a lot of, and one of the biggest things that I deal with is the what if scenarios. You know, I want to buy, I got the income, I got the deposit, but my FICO is not uh, is not high enough. And then the lenders can then do a what if scenario, yes. and at least that'll give us an idea. Because yes. my big thing is, if you can't buy today, what do you got to do to be able to buy tomorrow? As opposed to well, you can't buy it today, I no longer want to deal with you, I'm going to move on to my other low-hanging fruit because you're not going to be able to do anything anyways. So my whole thing, as you guys know, who've been watching these videos, it's about education. So my big thing is now to start educating on the credit side of it um, and have a resource that you can trust. Here's the beauty of it, is Carl will look at a report before he charges you, good, bad, and ugly, tell you where you're at, what he can and can't do, and then at that point you make a decision what you want to do. But it's an educated decision as opposed to a, I got crappy credit, which sometimes I don't know what the hell that means. I uh, Half the time they're like, I can't buy. Well, I got crappy credit. Well, what does that mean? Is that 580, 540, 480, 620? What is it? And then a third of the time it's, well, I got a 640. Well, it might be crap to you, but that's good enough for FHA. And there's no reason why you can't be moving forward. And a lot of us are embarrassed to deal with it, so we just ignore it and avoid it because we don't need to do anything with it, right? So a lot of us gotta kinda look in the mirror and fix it. So why don't we go on to the questions sure. that I sent you. Um, and then the first one was, how hard is the fixed credit? Now I know this is general, but this is where this comes from. Most of the time people know they have collection agencies. Most of the time they know, oh yeah, you know, I co-signed for my brother. I know, perfect example, he got a quad, that's why I use that example. He didn't pay it, I co-signed, I'm getting screwed for it. So what am I gonna do with it? Um, Did he even let you ride the quad? No, 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 no. He, yeah, that's a long story. Uh, but it wasn't my brother's. It's, it's, oh, okay, yeah, sorry. It's none of my brother's because two of them actually watch these videos. I don't have a quad. They didn't have a quad. It's somebody we know though. And they're probably looking at this video too, by the way. <laughs> they don't know what I'm talking about. But it's questions like that. It's mostly, I have collections. I know I have them. I just haven't dealt with them because they're a pain in the ass. I get the letters every day. The collection has been sold five times, so I don't even know who, who it really belongs to anymore. So in general, how, how is it hard to fix credit? Um, and an answer that I'm, I'm gonna give a lot, unfortunately, is the answer of it depends on the situation because everybody is unique about what's on their credit report. And also, more importantly, is what your goal is right now with your credit. If you're trying to buy a house, that means I need to get you to this situation, this score, and minimize these collections. If you're trying to buy a car, eh, it might be a little easier. Or if you're trying to pass a law enforcement background check, well, that's different. Um, if you're trying to get a state insurance license. So 
whatever your goal is, that's going to determine what we need to do. Now, as far as is it hard to fix credit, uh, when you're talking with mortgages, surprisingly, no, it's not. Um, as he had mentioned, right now, the score needed for FHA and a lot of lenders go off FHA guidelines is 640. And that's not a real difficult score to get. In fact, a lot of people, when they say, I, I know I don't have good credit, I don't think I could qualify, find out when they actually start the pre-qualification process that they're already almost right there. That, you know, well, I know I make good income, but, you know, I don't take a good score. And then they run the credit. Well, like, wow, I'm almost right there to qualify. And then if they do need some things fixed, uh, if it's something that can be fixed, no, it's not that hard to fix it. Um, however, if there's something that I can't fix through credit repair, I can still identify which things the client should take care of on their end, maybe pay this or that collection. You can ignore the other things and that should get you where you need to be 640. So no, it is not hard to fix bad credit. Great. And just for the record, there's certain people that can get a loan at a 580 FICO. Other requirements, higher assets, certain things have to come into play, but just, just saying. Okay. So um, what is the best way to fix credit? And the reason they ask this is because there's me doing it on my own, which I'm just going to dispute everything and just see what happens. There's me paying those companies where I have to pay a monthly service. And then there's me coming to somebody like you that will charge me a flat fee per item per bureau. Um, and people were asking me which way is better. And I've never had an answer. Now, in full disclosure, I've never paid a monthly service. And I don't think that sounds right for me to pay a monthly service to somebody fixing my credit. Because as you had mentioned in a previous conversation, there's not a lot of motivation to fix it right away because I'm paying a monthly. Um, so that's where that comes from. What is the best way to fix credit? My thinking is to use a professional who knows what they're doing as opposed to a lot of people that just do it on their own. Yes, especially in a mortgage situation, uh, you don't want to try to do it on your own. Yes, especially because in a mortgage situation. What will happen oftentimes is uh, a client will you know, just start disputing things on their credit report. And as I said before, especially in a mortgage situation, there's going to be negative items that you're gonna to want to ignore. Don't touch them. Don't pay them, don't contact them, don't try to dispute it. Because if an item like that, that I identify for you that they haven't updated in several years, that means their effect on your score is less and less. And if you try to dispute that, that collection agency your creditor verifies it and now it's updated currently and you've just made your score worse and if you do that for a lot of things on your credit report uh, you might get lucky and delete a few but then all the others get updated and you've just made your score worse uh, so I don't recommend people trying it themselves um, the other way where you have uh, credit repair companies that will charge you monthly um, they essentially are going to do the same thing, only they're going to drag it out forever. Meaning they'll start disputing things, very often things that I would recommend not to, and they'll just do it a couple at a time every month. And they just don't have any incentive to finish because you're paying them money every month. 
So they will drag it out as far as possible and you wind up paying them way more money than you would have paid me to get it done quickly in 45 or 60 days. Uh, and the way I do it, I charge per item per bureau, but that's only for things that I think I can fix. Um, if I don't think I can fix something, I'm not gonna charge you for it because I probably won't even try. Um, so when I see your credit report, I'll know based on experience what I can probably fix, what I can't. If there's anything you on your end should pay, I'll tell you specifically, pay this collection, pay that collection. Don't pay this one, don't pay that one. Or anything to do with your balance. If you have high balances, I'll tell you, this credit card, that credit card, reduce them down to, to this amount. So I'll always give you a roadmap on how to get your score to where you need it or your realtor, your loan officer says, we need this. I'll tell you exactly how to get there and what you'll be paying me to do on my end. And that's almost always the best way to do it. And there's two things there. One is you lead us right into our next question, which is how do I raise my credit score? But one thing I like that he said was, I hate it when a loan officer tells me they didn't qualify and that's it. Hate it. Okay, why? What can they do? Is a credit that bad it can't be fixed? Do they have a foreclosure that's less than two years so there's nothing that can be done? Or is it as simple as, um, you know, they just gotta pay off their debts? I mean, what is it? Is it an income? They, they, you know, their gross was 150, but their net was 10,000. So they don't qualify for, you know, even to buy a bicycle. But a lot of times what happens is, in our industry, people go over the low-hanging fruit, and the minute they don't qualify, they're done. And my, my belief is always, what's the problem now? How do I fix it so I can do it as soon as possible? And that's what Carl's talking about, a roadmap on how we can get there. So you can't buy today, fine. What if we said, in, if you do the following, in 90 days you can buy it, why wouldn't you do it? There's no reason why you shouldn't. But a lot of people, oh, well, lenders said I don't qualify, therefore I'm not gonna do it, and I'm just gonna rent for another year and throw my money away, right? I've had many clients to where they just really had, truly had bad credit, not even close to buying, but they really wanted to buy. They finally got to the point where the husband and wife, they were making the income to where they should be able to buy. And uh, I told them what I could do, what they had to do, and it took some time sometimes you know, for them to start paying off collections. And when they finally got to that point where they did qualify and they did buy and they send you that picture of them in front of their house, uh, for me, and I know for you, especially it's very satisfying to say, I helped them. It took them a while and they'll often say, boy, it took some work, it took us being diligent and we had to stay on it, but we followed the roadmap and we finally did it. And uh, that's that makes me very happy that I helped them. Progress, not perfection. We're not gonna have an 800 FICO, but if I can get you from a 580 to a 680 in six months, and now you can buy, progress, not perfection. And I think too, of it, too, too many of us rather not deal with it, and we leave it as is. And again, guilty as charged. It's just something that we do, we get busy, it's not important at that point because we don't need any more credit, so we just don't deal with it. So what is it, um, little things that people can do to raise their credit? I know one of the common people uh, that you always hear is, if you got a credit card, uh, don't let it go above 50% of what the max is. So what are the little things that people could do to raise their credit? Um, there's, there's basically three things to where it's either eliminate your negatives, add some positives, 
or your current positive revolving items decrease the balances. That's basically the three ways that a person can uh, increase their own credit score. Um, if you have some collections that are small balances, they're recent, you know they're yours, eh, it's okay to go ahead and, and pay them. Just having a zero balance on that is gonna help your score. If you can reduce your uh, credit card balances, even 30%, 20%, that's gonna add points. Um, if you're not going to purchase for a while, you get offered for a credit card, uh, if there's no annual fee, which I hate, um, go ahead and get it. Because um, if that increases your available credit, that basically makes your uh, credit card balances even lower because now you've just added available credit. So those are the ways that a consumer on their own can increase their own credit score. Now you brought something up that was interesting. Certain people who have low FICOs have no current credit cards. They don't have much options. Sometimes the only options is to get those credit cards that charge a $75 yearly fee. But isn't that sometimes required? Hey, just pay the $75, use it to build up. Are you saying most of the time you just don't want to go there? If you have options, don't do that. And you do have an option instead of getting that, um, you can get what's called a secured, secured credit. credit card. You can get a secured credit card where it's not going to charge you an annual fee, although you're going to have to leave a deposit uh, with the bank. And there are four banks that offer it. Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citibank, and US Bank. You can go on any branch and say, I want a secured Visa, I want a secured MasterCard. You'll have to leave a two or $300 deposit, which you'll get back in about a year or two, and then the card becomes a regular credit card. And they'll issue you a Visa or MasterCard. Now it shows up on your credit report. If you use it, just pay the bill on time. Um, if you get to the point where uh, you're applying for a mortgage, get that balance down to like lower than 30%. And what you'll find is, um, if you do that and you're not late on it for three months, six months, nine months, you'll start to get some credit card offers in the mail. And they might not be high credit limits. Uh, they may or may not have annual fees and it, you can start to accept those. And again, like I said, the more positives you add, the more your score is gonna go up on the positive side. Perfect, perfect. And I just was noting that I don't know how to write that's obviously said surge up last night. And we already answered that, which was, should I pay the monthly fee versus you know getting it fixed? And I'm a firm believer at efficiency. So I'd rather pay somebody to get it done ASAP than pay somebody monthly to get it done when, like you said, when they get it done. And, you know, and I didn't, I didn't know that by disputing everything can actually hurt you because there's certain accounts that are, are to be left alone because they're not reporting currently negative, even though it's a technically a collection account, they're not reporting anymore. Right. And um, those are the little things we don't think of because what does everybody tell you? Not everybody, but a lot of people, just dispute everything, see what happens. It's the worst thing to do. It is, and, all, and the, the bad thing about doing that is if you just go through and dispute everything, and then you come to me and say, well, I tried to do it myself, but I, I, you know, I couldn't do many things. Sometimes I'll say, well, you, I wish you hadn't done that because now you messed it up for me that some things I could have fixed, I can't fix now because you went through and disputed it all yourself. There, I could still do some things, but you took away some of my options to really fix it for you. I mean, I've done that in the past where I thought I could fix a car 
and turns out I didn't, and I literally had to take it to the shop, and I'm like, I, you know, and the mechanic I tried was to, just shaking his head at you, and he want, he knows I got to charge you more because I got to fix your mistake and then fix the original problem. So, you know, uh, that's because of Google University. We all think, and and you know what, seventy five percent of the time I have a success rate, but twenty five percent of the time, eesh. yeah, you've got to know where. Uh, <laughs> You see the video, here's how to fix it, and it starts looking too complex, and you're like, yeah. eh, I'll take it to a pro. Yeah, no, I've, water heaters, certain things I've been able to fix, my dishwasher, my disposal, with certain things, but cars and uh, credit, no. So. Uh, and that's another thing we you'll find on YouTube, there's a lot of videos, and I watch them just to see what's out there, and, um, a lot of them are false. A lot of them are uh, misleading only because the people making the videos think they can do a lot of things, but I know they really can't. Uh, and they're just sort of making these videos out of ignorance to try to get customers. So uh, that's the sad thing about the credit repair industry is that uh, there's just so many either uh, unknowing people that have started to do it not knowing what they really should or shouldn't do or just outright people that are trying to take your money. I've so many stories over the past 14 years that I've been doing this to where I went to this guy, he said he could fix all these things, I paid him all this money and uh, nothing really came off and now I can't get a hold of him, he's not answering his phone calls. Um, unfortunately in this industry you really have to be um, very wary and make sure if you're dealing with somebody that you can get referrals, you can talk to other professionals. That's one of the reasons why I, I'm glad I started with in the real estate and mortgage business is because um, you can talk to the realtors I deal with or the loan officers or mortgage brokers and they'll tell you, yeah, he's helped so many clients for me and he's not gonna lie to you. They'll tell you what he can do and, and what he can't. Exactly, so perfect. So guys, if you have any questions specifically, because obviously you're not gonna go on Facebook Live right now and, and raise your hand up and type a question about, hey, I have a collection or a bankruptcy or whatever the heck it is, right? Because um, those are very personal. We don't like to put our business out there. But if you have a specific question, I am going to input Carl's information to the bottom of this. Um, you guys feel free to get a hold of him. If not, you know how to get a hold of me, Paco the Realtor, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, business page, um, or just Google and you'll you'll find my phone number email um, and then just email me Paco Paco the realtor uh, com, and then I'll get you in touch with Carl and then just go from there but the key to this whole thing is this if you know you have to fix it and you can afford to fix it you just don't know where to begin because you don't know or you're embarrassed just get it done just face that fear and get it done alright guys any last words Carl just keep in mind questions and advice for me are always free um, just get in touch with me I'll Look at your report and tell you exactly what you need to do to get wherever it is you need to get. All right, guys, until next time, this is Paco. Say bye, Carl. Goodbye, thank you very much. You're supposed to say bye, Carl. Thank you so much for watching our videos. I appreciate it. If you really like the content, go ahead and like and subscribe to our channel. We'll be putting out a lot of content on a weekly basis, which will be real, real estate related and a lot of stuff of just me ranting. So thank you. Remember, subscribe.